0: Hey, thanks for checking out this episode of the Thunder Underground podcast. My name is Trent. Jason and I recently had the chance to sit down with Derek Sanders and Stacey Lane, the drummer and lead guitarist for the band Severmind. We get into a great discussion about the past and where they're at currently and where they're looking to go in the future. We talk about their previous work as well as a ton of other topics. We'll get to all that here in a minute. Before we do, I want to let you know to check these guys out online. You can find them on Facebook. It's just S-E-V-E-R-M-I-N-D. All one word. Search for them on Reverb Nation. They've got all their music up there. You can also buy their music. Hit them up at a show for a CD. Buy the music online. Do whatever you can to support great music like this. You can find us online at thethunderunderground.com. We've got links to all our social medias up there, as well as all the recent and previous podcasts that we've done you can find us on Facebook on Instagram and on Twitter we've also got a YouTube channel now we post companion playlists for every episode we do so if you're listening to this episode get on there find episode 11's companion playlist and it'll have a few videos from Severmind as well as some of their previous work and uh, as well as all the music that we talk about from other bands Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. We're joined now by Stacy Lane and Derek Sanders from the band Severmind. How you guys doing? All right, man. Good. Good good you guys just uh, celebrated 10 years right yeah
1: yeah actually just just hit that milestone started in 2005 as a three-piece finally got a bass player a little bit later Chris came on board and uh, started writing with Heath in 2005 so yeah 10, 10 cool. years I can't cool. believe
0: it so it's the same four guys no no I we know.
1: started out with the guy that I've known since I was four years old Stace knows him uh, he bowed out few years back states has been with us three and a half years yeah three and a oh, half years yep. really too, right? Yep. Right so.
2: yeah yeah right on time flies yeah yeah
3: it's gone by really fast so exactly.
2: um in this uh the newest cd when did that come out
1: september was the release date okay. the actual official cd release was september of uh, 2014 so
2: Right. No. And where, where'd you record that at? That It sounds great.
1: Well, we actually we did. did that at uh, Geo Studios here in Tulsa, which okay. is, uh, well, <laughs> kind of unknown as far as studios go, but it was, uh, we, we took a, our time and did it at our yeah. own pace, and we enjoyed it, cool. having the, uh, the time to, to put into it, because usually you go in and you're so slammed with trying to get things done in a 24-hour period
3: yeah that was that was a lot of late night recording i mean you know the, the uh families have gone to bed so let's let's start recording at 10 and quit at four in the morning and so there you go that was probably the best least stressful way for us to do well, that yeah
2: works yeah we enjoyed it now is it uh you guys all write stuff or is it just like one main guy that comes off the bulk of it or
1: it's a democratic process across the board yeah i mean Heath will bring riffs to practice stacey has got riffs chris has ideas i've got beats and then we all just kind of ride it and decide uh who's gonna do what to whose dog for how many jelly beans and it all comes out on the (laughs) other
3: side yeah i mean and and, you know we're all really good about you know obviously we get to a certain point with an idea and it doesn't kind of go anywhere, and somebody will kind of take that bull by the horns and say, okay, well, let me let me get what I can get out of this for us, and then yeah. we kind of massage it a little bit, nice. you know, one of us will kind of get it there, and then come back and say, okay, I kind of got this, and then we re... So it's, yeah, I mean, it's, I think we all kind of... Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. and one thing, when Stace came on board, we had songs that were half-written that we actually took apart, dismantled completely, yeah. and then he had some ideas that we worked in, and yeah. then Dying Dream was the first tune that you came in and said, I've got this riff and we all worked as a four-man unit. So a lot of it was already kind of written piecemeal, but it was still in that transitional mm-hmm. we're not sure yeah. if this is going to be solid you know, as a yeah. tune. And then Stace came in and kind of breathed new life into it all. Uh, and yes. Some of it we hadn't recorded we had been written three years. <laughs> uh, and then he came in and kind of made it new. So, so it was cool. nice to have it.
3: So basically, they had a lot of Christmas trees, and I came in and put a lot of decorations on them. <laughs> that's what it takes, you know. If you,
2: you know, you've got something, and then you know somebody else can come in and do something to it, and you see it in a whole new way. And yeah, oh yeah, it made us. Awesome. It
1: gave me like a whole new lease yeah. on some of the tunes that we'd been playing so long. I was like, I'm sick of this song, and he came in, and it was like, whoa, man! Did you hear what that? Was? I mean, it was a whole new, right a whole new ball game, a whole new way of listening to the cool. tune. Cool. So, yeah, that's really cool.
0: Were any of them the same, oh, sorry. No, yeah. Any of the same songs from the, you had an EP, like, 2010,
1: right? Or around that Yeah, or? yeah, we, I don't remember. Yeah, I guess it was 2010. We wrote a four song. Uh, that was with a different lineup. Right. Uh, Scott Jones from Caroline Spine was playing bass for us at the time, and we went in and recorded at Yellow Dog Studios. And really it was a, a matter of just getting in there and getting the tunes recorded because we'd been playing those for so long. It's, Ooh. you know. So we just had to pull the trigger and go in and do something the offer was made to go in and do it i'm not ever going to turn down time in the studio I love <laughs> yeah that. that's my favorite part of the whole thing <laughs> is writing and recording so yeah we
3: cool. we still play play one song off that disc don't we now. yeah the last day is is yes. uh so we'll, we'll do throw that one in, in every now and then so oh. okay
2: cool right on do you guys uh do you guys have like a certain amount of time uh times each week you practice or just if i like, get gigs coming up
1: man if we're lucky yeah. yeah i mean we try to do a three-hour practice but it's usually yeah. about two hours before the wives start yeah. you know letting us know it's <laughs> time to come home <laughs> and our put our toys away
3: <laughs> we're, we're definitely kind of well to be honest you know we kind of before we when i joined the band we rehearsed a lot i mean getting yeah. myself up to speed you mm-hmm. know i had a lot of stuff to learn and and um i was coming back into playing this style of music i've been doing something completely different and so i had to not only learn the stuff they had been working on but then i also kind of had to readjust my guitar playing to to that style and and so we rehearsed quite a bit actually and once we once we started playing gigs you know then and got a little momentum built up then obviously you're, you're Your gig to practice ratio starts (laughs) to shift because you know you're now you're starting to line up shows and so those those opportunities to rehearse diminish because you're playing gigs gigs. and that's really kind of where we ended up at which is not a bad thing I'm not complaining but it certainly um, you know impacted the amount that we've been able to rehearse and all that kind of stuff and
1: Stace had kind of a crash course and brain surgery when he first came on on board because I don't know how long it was after you came on board. We were like, "Hey, the first gig with you is going to be opening for THC at the Canes, and oh, here we go." No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, That's and Stace cool. just wow. nailed it. We've got the video from all of it. And really? It's, yeah, it's great footage. So know? how long was it till you're like, "Oh crap, I got to do this"? I think it was like two months, three months. Oh wow. you yeah. had. I mean, it was. It was. We had maybe seven or eight practices mm-hmm. solid before we mm-hmm. really had to go. Fly out there and say here's the <laughs> say we're gonna do this. I think we learned yeah. I think it was six or seven tunes we did at that show and yeah. you had them down to the point of this is as good as it's gonna you know, what do you do? The show is next weekend. Yeah. You've right. got one more rehearsal, so
3: here's yeah. here's your shot at learning what you need to learn and there's there's something to be said by trial by fire. I mean, you know, we threw us out there and made us go do that stuff together and then I think really once we did that show as yeah. a unit it kind of got us out of the you know Are we ready? Are we ready? It it put us into the okay. Well, we we need to we need to. (laughs) Yeah, you got a deadline. Here's your target. (laughs) Right, we're we're (laughs) hit it or miss it. We hit it, so that was good. Cool. cool, But like I said,
1: I've known Stace since I was 14. So he was my first guitarist. We were in asylum together. Yep. So and that was yeah. I remember. I remember remember that name way back there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so when James left. Kind of coming full circle to the question you asked earlier about, you know, our personnel. The only person I knew of that could replace James or that I would even want to work with in that capacity and would have the chops was Stace. And so I called him, and he said, "Yeah, let's talk about it." And we got together and talked about it, and and it came to fruition.
3: So cool, cool. Glad we did it. Glad I called him for sure. (laughs) (laughs) It definitely worked out. (laughs) What
0: were you doing at that point a few years ago?
3: Well. I since ninety seven I had been and uh playing with you know doing cover stuff in casinos and stuff like that so yeah the group pilots with the group pilots yeah right. so and i and I you know still will pick that up occasionally and do that a few times a year but so so really I had not played I'd come from you know asylum and and bunnies of doom which were. You know, metal and you know, punk metal, funk, what you call it, mixture oh, yeah. of stuff. You know, and <laughs> <laughs> definitely original, yeah. original yeah. music, and definitely right. you know, definitely some '80s shred and all that kind of stuff. I'd and then I would switched over and 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 done the uh, you know the, the cover deal and played. You know, been actually I'd been playing the in the casinos and stuff for quite a while, yeah. and then I had to switch over back to this, which was where you know, this is what. This is where my heart is, and all that stuff, and writing original music and playing this style of music is where my heart is. But, you know, I had not been doing that, and, you know, I've been having fun. Don't take, I'm not saying I wasn't having a good time doing the pilots, and we have a great time, but I definitely had to switch gears as far as getting yeah. back into It's one thing to play Brown Eye Grill, it's another thing to play, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a different thing. So.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Brown Eyed yeah. Girl. Yes. You're still with the group pilots. I mean, I saw you
3: yeah, guys still, still playing shows. We you know, we we've got you know a few things that we'll do, you know, a couple two or three times a year. Okay. That, yeah. So, um, but, but that's that's really it, and I try to just work that in around, you know, all the, all of our Severmine stuff. So, cool, cool,
2: cool. Um, so let's get this question out of the way because I've heard this a few times. Do you have a Rock, Oklahoma mud story?
1: Oh yeah, everybody We've seems happy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, other than video footage, we have Let's photographic evidence. We at the last one, yeah, I mean Rocklahoma Mud is what we were calling yeah. it. Uh, yeah. I've heard Mudlahoma, but yeah, I thought our name was a little better, Rocklahoma. <laughs> but we had uh, we played that Thursday night awesome show. Yeah, that was just
2: uh we were we, that's the one we saw. That was awesome. Yeah, you that guys, was a blast. The crowd was nice yeah, it was a good night for impressive. sure. Impressive
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, but we got through and loaded out and uh, well I guess you'd say dug out. literally uh, oh, we got man. the van stuck out in the field there behind the Axis tent and uh, if it wasn't for Noah our bass player's son wanted to get the hell out of there and go home it was three forty-five, I think in the morning yeah. and we were out there stealing shovels full of gravel Uh, from the walkways and we're talking about
3: getting plywood do we end up taking some plywood I think yeah we we ended up I mean basically yeah we ended up taking besides these guys dug out on each side of the the back tires this is a two-ton van we're talking about so and it was loaded down I mean we had stuff in other vehicles but this is the one that that, you know this was the doing the, the heavy lifting and we we dug out on both sides of the back tires and then yeah, our bass players, kids, they, they, those guys went and like you know, young backs. They went and like loaded up shovels full of gravel from the <laughs> the road. It was that a they fifty had made. yard
1: walk over there to where wow. they were getting the gravel and back? Bringing it so back, <laughs> filling up the holes all around
3: the tires, and then we stuck had the the, the the two the two by fours or whatever in there, and we finally got the thing out of there. Because our wow. alternative was um, to wait till eight in the morning when the tractors would come back, and yeah. you know we were like. I, uh, you know I mean, if yeah, I, we, were if we were pretty fussed by then too I, I yeah. sure
1: need to go lay down you know. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> let's, let's get
3: so we but you know we and we got out of that hole and then we yeah I mean it was just I mean we I think I was dropping I dropped you off and then I got home when literally the sun was coming up yeah. you know, and I was like yeah man, this is rough this is rough right <laughs> here I'm sure there's still
1: <laughs> mud somewhere on my gear up there Yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah. I'll, I won't clean it off though that's a badge of honor to yeah, me yeah no kidding
2: it, <laughs> you know? i'm sure it, it was worth all that right Absolutely. oh yeah i mean oh, yeah. i would do it again, yeah, do it again. <laughs> that was yeah. that was
3: totally cool i never thought and yeah for a second i never thought oh man i was just like this is what we do yeah, yeah and yeah. when i say we
1: were stuck i mean we were buried up to the axle i mean it wasn't just like it the was tire was barely in there it was half the tire was gone on both sides and we were dude,
2: just... dude there was rvs getting all the way up to the <laughs> just and they were like Tilting, yeah, it was
1: insane. Yeah, that was it a was monsoon mess. come through, man, <laughs> and we missed it—the brunt of it. I mean, we were supposed to go back Saturday night. Yeah,
4: and yeah. play we three to play o'clock Saturday Sunday night. morning,
1: and they called us yeah, or cheap. sent a message and said, "Hey, man, our sound guy left. We're not doing any more shows." Wow. And I was happy to stay here, and yeah, you know, because if it really got bad, I'd rather be. I'm sure all of us would rather be here to protect our families yeah, at home definitely.
3: than out there
1: getting ten thousand dollars worth of gear rained on <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah that was
3: and that was definitely a, always a concern I mean you, you knew you knew with 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 the Thursday night deal we were good but you know Friday that Saturday night we I wasn't sure what it the circumstance was gonna be when we got out there yeah. so um, yeah I didn't want to as much as you want to do that you don't want to expose yeah. Your gear to well
1: or yourself yeah <laughs> yeah you, man, you never be, know what's coming through man tornadoes to ruined, out in the middle of a so. field in prior there's yeah, really no place kidding. to run man you're just screwed <laughs> yeah
2: yeah it was uh it was we were out there for the whole thing and it was it got nuts yeah it got wet and soupy
3: wet and soupy <laughs> yeah.
0: we were pretty lucky our our campsite was uh just muddy but it wasn't like a pit
1: or right, water wire. flowing through yeah. like some
0: of the people's old, you know oh, I'm sure that
1: I wonder how many shoes are still out there in the right. middle of that field uh, people got understood. them sucked off their feet yeah. well there were <laughs> tents and you know canopies and
0: all that kind of stuff on Monday just blowing know, around blowing around, half down people <laughs> just <laughs> left because they were snapped in half yeah <laughs> all wadded
3: up yeah. do you guys have a camper or did you do you have tents or just tents, just tents really yeah. you guys wow are tents real man. Year, yeah, man yeah I was gonna say yeah you guys are yeah definitely yeah. sacked up for that man I
2: have I woke up in the middle of, the, I think it was, God, was it Friday night? I don't know. One of the nights. Hard to remember at this point.
1: But, no doubt, a little fuzzy.
2: Yeah, and um, I woke up just in the middle, like at, I don't know, four in the morning. My wife was gone, and uh, and I was like, where the hell is she? Because it's pouring down rain, and I, I feel over to her side of the mattress, and it's just soaking wet. Uh-huh. All this rain had just leaked into our tent, and my side hadn't it hadn't gotten to me yet. So I got out and went looking look for her. She was sleeping in the car. Hell yeah. uh, Nice and dry. Yeah, and then um, my my brother-in-law and sister-in-law were working it, and they were camping near us, and they had to sleep in their car the whole time because their tent got totally leaked through, and it was just a mess. Yeah. But we stayed for the whole time. All right, man. That's something to be said. (laughs) That is. (laughs) That is for sure. Yeah,
1: Oklahoma (laughs) Memorial Day weekend outdoor concert, I, I'm not sure that it, it kind of goes together like, you know, baloney and whipped cream. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, it, it worked. Yeah. People had a blast. We had a blast, so.
2: Yeah. You know. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, by Sunday we were completely soaked, but seeing the winery dogs made it all. Oh, yeah, winery dogs. That's yeah. Jason
1: from, uh, that's, he used to be with Corrosion Conformity, that drummer. He's through, uh, that pedal I have up there is he sold it to me. The, Why are we
3: not? the double that's,
1: pedal, um, isn't that uh, the? That's, that's Portnoy. Mike Portnoy. Oh shit! I mean, who am I thinking of? <laughs> All right, scratch that.
3: Can you edit that out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would love to see. Them. I, yeah, I love Portnoy. That would have been well. I, I love that band. That would have been yeah. great to see them. Oh, that was, was insane. They were on my list, but you know they were just recording that week, yeah. that weekend, or yeah. that week before, and then they flew out just know, to do yeah. that. So.
2: Yeah, that was insane. That was probably one of the best live bands I've seen ever. And I've seen a lot, so you
0: yeah. Was this your second year? <laughs> yeah. Or second year at Rock, yeah. rock, you rock played
1: yeah. last year, right? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Last year we played second. We played right after Benny's Little Weasel because they opened, they kicked it all off, and then we played second. Yeah. Right. It wasn't nearly the crowd that it was this year. Oh we yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were yeah. This year extremely was extremely happy with the slot was, we got. Yeah. So. Yeah.
3: Yeah. They, they did. They did this A little ride,
1: bit of and, a different feel after We the Ghost. You know, they're a little more rock. Yeah. We're yeah a little more metal so but i yeah. think we kind of kept the party going or at least i'd like to i'd like to say we did yeah, yeah. it
3: was it was good it was good um a little bit of this a little bit of that type of a thing so yeah, they had a that, good mix I think, that, I think that worked out really well I for us so
0: far. well if for someone that doesn't that hasn't heard your music how would you describe it wow don't you hate those questions those are, those I just see see got to ask was <laughs> a rough one man oh well that's i mean that's a good thing cuz you know i mean i've listened to your album and it, you can't really you can say it's metal but you can't really i
1: was going to say, say it, it sounds, sounds like a lot like a severmind that's really <laughs> not the only thing you can say there's so many different influences from i mean black label society to yeah. death metal to i mean i'm a huge rush fan tool fan but i love jazz so a little bit of that's thrown in there i mean it's i don't think there's really one little place you could put it.
3: Well, and I think you know the the four of us have obviously you have to have, you know, common interests because you I mean you have you got to have common ground or mm-hmm. things just don't work, but yeah. it's also good, you know, to have diversity outside of that. And we definitely have some backgrounds that are different and um, some influences that are different. So I I think overall though, I think Derek kind of nailed it. I mean, we definitely have a just, you know, the basic kind of rawness of it there's like some old school at play you know for sure and, and definitely some like some some black label societies in there but um you know i hear stuff i i listen to a song like um like scraper and i think there's a little bit of you know alice in chains in there and yeah. then i um i hear a song when we do like dying dream or or even imminent misfortune i think about you know there's some new stuff like i like an avenged sevenfold in there and so I, I think we're kind of all over the place a little bit, but the core of it is, you know, definitely a little, just a little bit of some old school metal, and 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 if you and then if you go back, I just mentioned the other night at practice, I was, there's there's, there's definitely some jazz kind of type stuff in there, especially on the drums where, you know, we were doing, um, so truth be told, truth be told, in and it, that, yeah, that and whole drum, out. yeah, and I was like, wow, oh, I didn't even realize we've been playing that song for for years, and I. Was just he played listened to his drum beat a lot closer, and I was like, that's just like a complete whole jazz breakdown, and I didn't <laughs> even catch that because I was so consumed with what I was doing. But so I think we're you know we're all over the place, but center we're metal. It's a little bit old school, but then we try to you know we try to decorate the whole thing with some with all of our little influences Definitely. on top of. Yeah. it. But
1: that is one of the conversations that we have during rehearsal is usually. You know, someone will say, "Well, I don't think that sounds like it goes there," and we'll kind of look at each other and go, "Well, who the hell is going to tell us otherwise? This is That's our, right. this is our monkey. You know, uh, yeah. we're gonna, we're yeah. gonna train it." So we, we uh, just take off whatever sounds right. Sounds right. If we run through it 15 times and it never jibes, and we kind of shit can't the idea and uh, go on. Yeah. Right
3: on. Cool. Yeah,
0: there was even a couple songs where the vocals reminded me of Caius. Oh, well, that's cool. yeah, oh, that's cool. Kind of that's oh, Heath <laughs> he would probably like that. Yeah, love that. <laughs> he would like that I'd for make sure. sure he's yeah. listed what we I mean, the, the music obviously doesn't sound like Caius, but just the vocals kind of
3: gave it that feel. Like, right you know, I know. right on. Yeah, I, I yeah, definitely so. I mean, and that's maybe that's another thing too. The dimension is that there's some um, just even like on the like where I mentioned the whole. I thought Heath has a couple like Alison Chain type vocal parts. I don't necessarily think the music necessarily sounds like it, but we're just kind of. Like melodies and that kind of thing. Yeah, just kind of where yeah, the harmony well, that's part, it parts
1: that right. I keep hearing and I've never been yeah. able to do it, but now I, they screwed up and gave me a mic. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, that's... I'm going to let loose on what I've been hearing all this time. Yeah. And when I got the nod from them, they were like, hey, that doesn't sound too bad. So nice. That's but,
3: definitely one thing we've tried to, you know, it's as far as just executing our music and you know playing our individual instruments and you know make sure we play the song correctly that you know the one thing we tried to work on is i mean we can add production obviously with you know lights and our logo and our little boxes we stand up on and all that but one of the things we you know we have tried to do is is work in the background vocals and try yeah. we're trying to get the harmonies in place and we've each yeah more you know, layers yeah more layers live without without relying on you know tracks or you know boxes or you know harmonizing <laughs> boxes and all that whatever yeah. it is we're, we're trying to just you know organically do that whatever we've recorded and I think that's that's kind of one thing we've gotten a, lo- a whole lot better at we've each kind of got our little niche vocally that we can put the harmony on he's mm-hmm. vocals and and add to it and I think it's you know definitely improved our live show as far as that goes yeah. so yeah. Cause the first time I, mean, I know when I first joined the band I mean there was there might have been a couple barks that, that one of us did in the background, but there was, like, no background vocals. Really? It was it was all Heath, and it was all yeah. – which was great, but that's, you know – but part of growing is you need to – Yeah, it just got bigger, you know. Sound. Yeah. We didn't
1: ever try to stifle it. It was just let's cool. do what works, and that's what practice is for. If we fall on our yeah. faces, we laugh at each other <laughs> yeah. make fun of each other. And then, you know, Get when it comes up. to the live show – it sounds like we rehearsed which is what we've been doing so cool. yeah
0: is that the first time you've done any vocals or have you done it in the past uh, I
1: mean I sang back in 86 with a band I was with but that was I was, <laughs> I was, yeah, I was a young man and, I sang in the shower
3: <laughs> and then, uh... yeah,
0: Peter Brady style you know? oh man <laughs> the voice, Yeah. yes <laughs> well you guys mentioned Asylum was that your first band or were you guys in bands before that that was my
3: first. That was mine too. Yeah, well, I mean, it was literally one of those things where we we. Uh, Miss Davis's history class. I met him. And yep. <laughs> and we were walking home from school together in the. i uh, probably turned around from where I'm at, but. Oh, it was, the, you know, back over there by Memorial High School. We were walking home in the, in the culverts. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, oh. just and started talking about Yeah, it. I just
1: got a drum set. Oh, really? I've just been playing guitar yeah. for a little while. I've got to get together and jam. I know yet. a singer.
3: <laughs> and then it turns out, you know, he lives just in the neighborhood across the street from mine. And so really it was just, you know, once we started that, then it became a kind of a, one of those deals where, you know, when we, your other kids start to, they're starting to go out and party and do stuff. And not that we didn't do some of that, but I mean, we, our weekends really started to center around Friday and Saturday night was, where at his house, yeah, yeah, you know,
1: my parents would bail. <laughs> they just want to listen to it. You know, we were
3: just you know br- brutally chopping up a bunch of songs, you know, and, and writing our own and just you know, basically you know, a yeah, Highway stripes. Star
1: and uh, some Steppenwolf and yeah, we yeah. did all kinds of stuff. <laughs> But one thing I will say that I've always said to any kid that's just starting out who's asked, because I've been approached before, "What are you, you know, I want to play the drums or I want to play the guitar. Go play with someone else and yeah. force yourself into that dynamic where you are sink or swim and you'll be surprised at how good you become after a short while versus sitting there looking at a book or playing yeah. along with... I stole my sister's Zeppelin albums and that was "Living, Loving, Made and Heartbreaker. Yeah. I played those until the heads broke. I mean I couldn't and then you know, I was a big fan of Rush. I was twenty one twelve is what made me say, That's what I wanna do. Yeah. It I'm still not there, but I've been well, no, steadily working towards, <laughs> you know, getting better. Yeah. And the only way you do that is that that whole dynamic of being in a room with someone else and forcing yourself to go, I'm not going to let them down, and they're looking at you going, I'm not going to let you down, and yeah. everybody just supports. You know, hey, we made it through a song. Hey, kick
3: mm-hmm. ass. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, may not have ended at the same time, but oh, we yeah, we made it. Yeah,
2: yeah you just got to do it over and over and over again. Yeah,
1: that's it. Yeah, and that's it.
2: Yeah, that that you learn a lot by you know looking at the other guy and playing off of this and that and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, because I taught the drums for a short while, and yeah. I'll tell you what, there were 15-year-olds that were coming in there were teaching me things. And really? I was like, do that beat again. That was cool. So, I mean, you know, you can always learn something from somebody else whenever yeah. you're in there. But if you're just playing by yourself, I don't want to say playing with yourself, if you're just <laughs> playing by <laughs> yourself, right, it's a whole lot longer process, and it's just not as rewarding and fulfilling as it is to have that. Four man or five man unit. Yeah, that finished yeah. thing.
3: Yeah. Right. Definitely built camaraderie, and I think that was you know one of the things that yeah, kind of um, you know, and we don't have poker night. You know, we got we got music. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. there's no. This is
1: it. our our guy time. Our you know. Right. Yeah. This is that's a necessary. It. It's a creative outlet that's so. just got to have somewhere. So. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Definitely. Uh, I, I understand I've been in that same situation so and it's uh, you know it's funny you say you know we don't have poker night and that's kind of the same me and him you know we were in our you know bedrooms you know analyzing you know Megadeth and Metallica artworks CD sleeves you know and I mean uh, I know, I'm just making the point of that's cool you know because uh, you know a lot of people are out you know partying or watching sports and you know the the metal Got you through. Yeah, well, it's a hell of <laughs> a lot more totally cost mid.
1: effective too. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, hang out at the house and listen to a CD I've already bought five hundred times. Yeah, you know. so yeah, the return gets pretty good there, <laughs> at that point. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, and that's just that. Yeah, to that point, I mean, I can remember even when you know, once we got into that routine, even when we didn't practice and stuff growing up, I know that. I mean, um, you know, I didn't have a car. I, I didn't. I didn't get my own car till, you know, I was. Twenty. I mean, you know, I didn't yeah. have a car, so I just. Um, I mean, I would sit there and play along to um, ride the lightning. That re- you know, that record. Yes. You know, just over and over yeah. again, or yeah. what I knew of it, or even the you know, Master of Puppets. Yeah, when Master, a, I was
1: gonna say, when Master of Puppets came out, that's all I listened to for yeah. probably a year and a half solid. I must
3: have played came out of my tape deck, and I say that <laughs> <laughs> just, to yeah. players, right. it wasn't a CD player, Tape deck. You know, I must have wore out. You know. Welcome home, Sanitarium. You just over and over, you know. But that's as seventh grade,
1: Black Sabbath, Mob Rules. That's what changed everything for me. That's when I was like, I think this is the stuff. And uh, Mm -hmm. then it became progressively, you know, Metallica, then Slayer, then Cannibal Corpse, Malevolent Creation. I mean, those. You know, we (laughs) went way off the deep end, and then had the disease (laughs) in. Yeah. Now,
2: like he said that you know mob rules and rush and all that for you who are your guys
3: um my number one guy always will be randy rhodes yeah just you know top that's just you know where i start at (laughs) and and then really you know it kind of falls i i gotta put jimmy in there too because i mean that was kind of right at the same time i kind of figured out you know and i you know i know that's like two totally different types of guitar players but yeah, just, but that's what's cool. Yeah, but, yeah, no, yeah. It totally makes they, sense. they were totally, you know, the, it's and you know you can probably dump a whole bunch of guys in there. Like I mean, like well, like Richie Blackmore, um, that were in that influence. And but then then you kind of obviously Zach Wild. I mean, you can't give a guitar yeah. list without Zach Wild. Yeah, and no kidding. and then but if I jump into you know you can jump into modern day stuff too. And there's there's guys that I love what they do, even though they're like way younger than I am. But I mean, I think about. I mean, I think about, like, Jim Root from, you know, I I love Slipknot and the stuff he did with Stone Sour. And then, you know, like, Avenged Sevenfold, Sinister Gates, and and you could put, um, I mean, hell, I even, like, even like the guys from from Black Veil Brides, I mean, those guys no. are good too, man. Dude, I
2: I have no problem. People love to hate on that band, but I have no problem <laughs> with them. I
3: think they rock. I, I do it. too. I think they're really good. I mean, well, there's yeah.
1: certain songs that you don't want to let people, but they're still good songwriters. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. what it comes down to. Yeah. You can actually be a mediocre guitarist but write well, mm-hmm. where it's enjoyable to listen to, and it's just a whole different. I mean, it's not as cool as listening to like Zach Wild or someone that's just over the top meticulous yeah. technical super triple deluxe badass <laughs> you know but when you come down to it there's certain songs that you can listen to that are outside the metal genre even that it's just good music oh yeah definitely you know?
3: and i i think that's one thing that Derek and i kind of share is we both are you know we we've kind of veered off not together but when we but individually we'd kind of veered off down the jazz path, mm-hmm. and um, you yeah, we
1: strung out on it. We had we had a <laughs>
3: pretty long conversation on our ride out to Rocklahoma this year. We rode together, and you know he he was telling me about all the jazz stuff he listens to, and I I've been telling him about all the, the like the gypsy jazz, the Django Reinhardt, and all that stuff mm-hmm. I've been listening to, and we're kind of getting into this. I mean, it, it doesn't change our, our love of. Metal on our influence there But it kind of gives us This other perspective Of music that we Oh yeah yeah, man! Because there's parts
1: In Severmind tunes That are Basically I don't know how else to say it Ripped off (laughs) From Steely Dan I mean that's My top three are Rush, Tool, and Steely Dan And I mean (laughs) And that's that's a weird (laughs) mix But Steely Dan's Always been That one I can listen to every single song They've got off every CD Yeah Or album As it were When I started out And uh never want to fast forward never want to yeah. skip it just listen to the whole thing in its entirety
3: well and i think too that's kind of yeah we we do have these other little things that come into play and I, I mean i i definitely think if you listen to some of the chord progressions that we have on some of our songs and i'll i mean i'll speak for dying dream because that's one of the ones that i brought in was especially like the intro and the outro part that's a yeah. uh, you know, I've got I played a piano part on the background and, mm-hmm. and that whole chord progression is is very classical and you know, yeah. that's yeah. But you know, but in the end I wasn't really I mean in the end I wanted to make it You know, I wanted <laughs> to pound it out, but I wanted it to have the Theatric aspect of the classical music. Yeah, so. and that
1: actually forced Heath who had been writing all our riffs for six years look at stasis fingers go what the hell are you doing right there i don't even you know so it made him step out of his comfort zone which allows us to continue to expand and whatever we don't even know what direction we're going i just know it's if we're playing it it sounds like us going.
2: yeah keep going why not yeah yeah Yeah, well and it just it opens up new doors and you know it helps your you know your ability and your skill and all that you know right that's awesome
3: that's when yeah because i know that definitely one like I started listening to that jazz stuff, and even like I said, like like that Django Reinhardt stuff. The, those guys are so incredible. I mean, anytime I th- think I might be kind of good, I go and listen to that <laughs> stuff, and I'm like, holy shit, that's those like, guys are really good, yeah, and they're doing it scary. with just no distortion. Quick. It's just all pure, you know, acoustic, clear. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I got such a long ways to go. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's awesome. That's awesome. It wasn't
0: Randy? I mean, I'm not a guitarist, but wasn't Randy Rhodes trying? Oh yeah Classical music Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh yeah D yeah. is one of
2: my favorite That classical yeah.
0: acoustic piece is
1: Yeah Absolutely beautiful
2: And I think that's what he would have done now If he was still alive You know There was You would Went more into that
1: Well it's so, just like Zach Wilde I mean that Yeah The Black Label Society Has three or four <laughs> songs That shouldn't be on a metal album Really Every <laughs> yeah. album But yeah. those are some of my favorite pieces You know oh yeah he's, that's where he's.
0: yeah I've always said that that's where he shines if it's oh, him at man, a piano just, but he's so yeah. I mean, yeah. or, you know yeah but
1: some know. of that yep. stuff like Crazy Horse and Overlord I mean when that stuff kicks in I could kick anybody's ass yeah. listening to that in headphones yeah. I mean I don't care who it is <laughs> I'm not taking that as a personal challenge <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, and uh, but
2: yeah like Book of Shadows was like you know his yeah one of my all,
3: I love that you know that's that, awesome
2: I, we both think that's like the Best thing he's ever done, ever. You know, yeah, I would agree. And it? It,
3: his vocal harmonies were oh, fantastic. Yeah. On that.
2: yeah, I know. And um, just like you said, he's so clean. Like even when he's doing acoustic stuff, it's just uh, yeah. like well, I mean, especially I've when never, you
1: strip it away because that's the deal. You know? If you put uh, vocal effects on something, or you've got, you know, I don't want to say click tracks, but you've got effects or loops or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm not down on anybody that uses that, but when you strip it away to nothing except for the acoustic sound of something. Mm-hmm. And all your flaws are under the microscope. If there's not that many flaws there, then you're damn good at what you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No so. kidding.
2: Agreed. Agreed. And, you know, they, it also, back to, the, like, the songwriting thing, you know, and having a whole all kinds of stuff and bells and whistles, you know, I've heard it said, and I kind of agree, if whatever you've got, if you can play it on an acoustic and it sounds good still, then, you know, That's you got a good song, and that's like a mark of a good songwriter.
1: Right. Yeah. That was like we did Throwing Stones on Channel 8, that early morning uh, show before the CD release. And Sunshine from Axis had asked us to figure out which song we wanted to do acoustically, and we all looked at each other like, what are we going to do now? (laughs) And Throwing Stones was uh, obvious. It's actually got a real jazzy kind of... uh, groove to it Mm -hmm. but when it came out now people are asking us well why don't you do that acoustically anymore because they want to hear that version of it so that's kind of that's awesome that was a really yeah it was a really cool feather in our cap to say we did it I mean you know we made it work it was was
3: a cool experience and any I think you're right to your point I think that if you can if if it sounds good acoustically and if you can just sit down and and I mean Obviously, it helps if you can, if are the singer and you can sit down and sing it and play it. You know, I mean, I think that just says a lot about the song. And and really, I know a lot of, you know, a lot of the riffs that you know I, that I work on. I think that, that that Heath works on. You can you can definitely take those to to the acoustic and just get, you know, just get the yeah. the feel out of them, anyways. Yeah, and, definitely. And and that's that's a, if if you can get to that point, I think you you got something to work with. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a sign for sure, for sure.
3: Well,
0: I want to tell you on a totally random note. Well, it's not really random when you mentioned it, but when I was in high school in the early nineties, I thought Bunnies of Doom was like the greatest band name I'd ever heard. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, it wasn't. It was definitely a cool name for sure. Yeah, it
1: made you want to go see them. Yeah, yeah. You know, what the hell's gonna happen at that show? We, yeah,
2: we saw you guys at the Eclipse. I don't. I can't remember when. Because I went to the Eclipse like a million times. Yeah. But I remember seeing you guys because the name. Right. And, and I remember having just, the CD awesome.
0: too, one that pink with the little big <laughs> yeah. Yeah. bodies
3: on. Yeah, um, okay. I can't remember the name of the, the CD, yeah. but getting worse by the minute. That's what okay. it was. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was complete insanity. That was all about, well, I mean, I don't even know. That was just about craziness and about how crazy can we possibly play, you know, and it was funk, punk, metal, you know, a little bit of Van Halen 1 somewhere mixed in there, (laughs) which is weird to think about, but, you know, we all liked that, and then, you know, it was just kind of weird how that fell out, but I listened to I've listened to it now, and I I was kind of like, yeah... <laughs>
2: hey, we all do that, you know. It's like going back through old pictures or something, you right? Know? And, and I'm the, speaking just
3: about my parts. I'm not talking about. It. I mean, there was there was other good work, <laughs> my little that, but I, I, yeah, I'm talking about myself. I hear things. I'm like Terry, Dave, you listening Yes, <laughs> I, I only about me. So right on. Well, what were you doing in the nineties? Man. As
1: uh caustic descent was a death metal band that i was in with heath as our vocalist if you ever hear those guttural growls that he does yeah we we did a lot of playing and a lot of partying back then that was uh it was about as like i said it was heavy 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 i mean it was as heavy as i ever want to be and i don't want to be that heavy anymore because that's too much work too little recognition (laughs) (laughs) it was not much payoff you know you're playing you're working your ass off five days a week to get up to speed you go to play a show and there's 15 people there yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. it's like death metal in Tulsa Oklahoma they <laughs> just don't uh, they don't mash well but we had a good time we I learned a lot from those guys
3: well and you know what's funny too is I mean you know, we talked about Derek and I having this past you know from you know really growing up together and playing in our first band together and all this stuff but then Heath and I actually have known each other since probably 1990 as well, oh. yeah. just uh, you know, it kind of a, a, sep- in a separate in separate storyline yeah. from from him and Heath. I mean, <laughs> I didn't I didn't really even realize that there was a connection there right. um, for the longest time. But Heath and I, we we hung out. We had a you know we had a period of time there where, where um, we were in the, ran in the same circle. I knew yeah. he played guitar and sing yeah. and all that stuff, but I didn't really. He knew I did the same. I remember him coming to Bunny's shows yeah. and all that stuff, and but we never really, I mean, we took some road, I mean, we drove to to Deep Ellum to see uh, Nirvana right after, you know, they, like, started to get big, and oh, wow. stood outside forever, and then they were sold out, I mean, you know, just things like that, so we yeah. had this little history, and then we had this gap of, like, not seeing each other for, you know, 10 or 15 years, wow. and then the whole, this thing kind of came into place, so. Yeah,
1: well, it's just like James and I, the guitarist that Stace replaced he uh, and I were in a band called Gut Wrench with Terry, who was the bass player for Bunnies of Doom. So asylum. it all runs. All those huh? rooms. I'm, was sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, Asylum. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. I've misspoken twice. Uh, apparently, yeah, senility is setting in. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Terry was in Gut Wrench with us with Steve Ray from Pitbulls on Crack, who we've known forever. Yeah. And uh, when James and I got back together and decided we were going to do something else, we went to a Corrosion of Conformity show at the Canes, and I ran into Heath. And I told James, that's who we ought to get to sing for us. So that's where it all kind of started. Nice. And then it went its course for six years, and then, like I said, James bowed out. Stace came on board. Never looking back. Cool. Cool. Right on. Which which corrosion conformity show canes?
2: Was Uh, it the one with uh, Stanton Moore playing drums?
1: No, it was Jason. It was the guy I bought that pedal from. <laughs> That's oh, who I right. was thinking of earlier with the winery dogs. Wow. wow. But wow. I th- I'm not sure. Uh, it Jason Patterson, I think is his name. Oh,
3: yeah, 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 okay. That's a pretty good story, actually. To, uh, you might mention that, how you got that. But, oh, well, but, yeah, he
1: came over here one day with a friend of mine, uh, and she brought him by, and he came up and listened to us play, and he said, man, you, you're a pretty good drummer, but you're, kicks suck. You're, you, and I was like, whoa, dude, man, you're in my house. <laughs> he said, no, no, no. no." He said, your playing's fine. It's just, you've got this flat tire. Peka, peka, peka. Yeah. He said, what you need is one kick. And I said, well, I don't have an extra 600 bucks to throw at the wall to see if I like playing a double pedal. And he said, well, I'm endorsed. I've got two or three laying around at the house. I'll send you one. I said, okay. So I gave him my address. He left. I was thinking, well, that was nice. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Probably never see you again. And lo and behold, a couple really? of weeks later, I got a package in the mail. And then he sent me, you know, a follow-up email and said, what would you think? I said, it's kind of like riding somebody else's bicycle, but I'm getting used to it now. Yeah. And he said, there you go. That's cool. Yeah. And he's a really cool guy. I yeah. mean, like I said, he sat down on my kit and played it. And I that's when I said I think I'm just going to quit. You should play the drums for these guys because <laughs> he's badass. You know, wow. I'm a self-taught drummer. I've never taken a lesson in my life. So really? Everything I yeah, I mean seriously, I learned everything playing with people or playing two uh, albums. Yeah. So. Hey, that's
2: best teacher sometimes well i
1: guarantee you there's nobody that sounds more like me than me there you go there you go i'm the best at playing like me <laughs> i may mean, not be the best at much but i'm the Dude, best at you playing hear the like way me. i cover my stuff <laughs> yes. that's hilarious man nice all
0: right on. i wanted to ask you uh i assume it's you because you mentioned artwork earlier and I think I saw on Facebook, you have, an, you have an artwork page, right? Yes. Yeah. So do you do all the artwork for everyone?
1: Yeah. yeah it's all... I, I love the artwork process. is one of my favorite
0: Because I love it. I mean, it's all great stuff.
1: Well, yeah. It was hurried. The first CD cover was, uh, hey, by the way, we've got a month. You need to get this done. And I'm, I don't paint quickly. I can draw quickly, but paint is not me. Mm-hmm. So this last CD cover, we started recording in August. And it was the next September when we had the release. Really? I had plenty of time to, yeah. to sit and look at it and paint it. and but Yeah, all the artwork is, is a joy to me. That's truly the one thing where I can yeah. do my own thing and not have to. I mean, I, obviously I consult with the guys, Yeah. you know, but uh, you know, I'm not just going to go out there and go, here's the cover and I don't give a damn what you <laughs> say. But, you know, yeah, we have some ideas and some collaboration, but yeah, art is uh, my first love. I've been doing that. Since I was probably two or three years old, oh, wow. I was always, always drawing or painting or doing something. So. Yeah, oh.
2: that's that's a sweet logo because it's one of those ones where you you know what it is and like if if it was shrunk down like if there's a bunch of bands band logos you could tell that it's Severmind right from way or if you just saw it real quick yeah I mean and it's it's the same just like all the you know, all the classic logos that right. everybody notices. Yeah. So that's yeah. A, that's a good thing, it's a smart thing. And
1: sure. when you work on something like that and it starts doing itself Yeah. Without you thinking about it yeah. and you're like that that has to be this yeah. way. Then you know you're on the right track. Yeah. So sweet, sweet.
3: That was kinda of one of the cool things whenever I, I started playing with these guys was, you know, I we Derek and I obviously going to high school together. We yeah. had our, our classes class. together and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. So I mean, and I obviously knew, you know, that uh, about his art talent and everything, and just you know jamming in his room when we were kids and stuff. I, I seen a lot of that artwork, and then when I came back over here and started playing with Severmind, and then because he's got like his own art room attached to the yeah, to right our jam room, you know, yeah. and so I you know would go in there and look at the artwork, you know, I'd saw a lot of pictures from whenever we were right you know we were kids and stuff that you done in high school and that was I and mean, that was really cool to see that stuff you know it lasted twenty something <laughs> yeah. plus you know, X number years later <laughs> it was, nice. I mean, was a cool blast from the past so cool cool yeah. so if you
0: had to pick one could you pick between art and drums Ooh,
3: cool. <laughs> I don't know, I
1: tell my daughter and my son that I love them more than art, music and hockey combined. <laughs> I think I could not live without art. I mean if you that's one of those questions if you were to lose your vision, your hearing. Right.
2: I think uh, I'd yeah. rather
1: have my vision. Yeah. Just because I mean that art thing is like I can't help it. Like
2: Yeah.
1: I sit down and if You're there's paper and it. pencil, that that's all I needed when I was a kid. I mean yes. You know, a pad and a pen and big an imagination, right? You know? <laughs> yes. And I've got upstairs, seriously, pads of drawings from, I was 15, 16, 17. And you can tell when I started listening to Black Sabbath, and then there's pictures of Slayer and, yeah. you, know, you know, demons and skulls. And that's, I love that stuff. It's mean, awesome. Don't, that's horrible. But yeah, I, I like drawing dark <laughs> art. It's hard for me to draw pretty things. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, right the, art, the art's
0: a big part of my life. Cool, cool. Right on, right on. Well, you've got uh, two big shows coming up this weekend, right, if you're listening yeah. to this this week. Yeah,
1: hopefully you are. Friday night at the Shady Tree with My Enemies Fall and our good friends Enslaved by Fear. And uh, that's a show we're looking forward to. That'll be our first show with My Enemies
3: Fall. Our first show at the shady tree so. yeah
1: yeah we played there plenty when it was that other place but now right. that it is uh, you know it's a, and it's a beautiful place if you haven't been in there yeah. in fact the tree that's on the wall i painted that, that oh really wall, yeah and the quote oh, wow. on i saw the, wall. the
0: pictures yeah that's yeah, cool
1: that was uh that was a lot of fun like hand painted it on the wall yeah it's uh-huh. 16 feet high by 16 feet wide Damn. and it is uh it's as much like her logo as i could make it yeah at that broad of an expanse (laughs) Um, and then Saturday night is the Murdoch's birthday bash at the Shrine it's us and Drek from Kansas City Motor Train Dirty Crush and Octave Jaw cool Cool. is that right yeah that's right so we're looking forward to that one too this will be first time in a while we've had two shows back to back and we're looking to Really uh, do a different set both nights. Saturday oh. night, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. But again, it'll all be worth
2: it.
3: Oh, absolutely, nice. man! It's gonna be fun. We're cool. looking forward cool. to cool. it. I
1: remember when we were kids. I remember saying, oh, "Someday we'll be somebody else will be moving our gear, and we'll just have to show up and play." <laughs> <laughs> no, we're no, still show our up gear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We still carry our own stuff. That other thing didn't happen, so yeah. <laughs> it's like winning the lottery. Yeah. It's all right, it's though. Awesome. I, I mean, wouldn't I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. Right on. Do you have any other shows lined up down the line? Yeah, we
1: got uh, September. I can't remember the
3: 26th <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that sounds good. September. It's late September. Yeah, late we'll September say that. with with
1: Charlie from uh, Searching for Santa. Yeah, he called us the other day and asked us to be on that show. So that's gonna cool. be a cool. Where's one. that at? That's at the shrine. That's as shrine well, too. Okay. Yep, yeah, so. we're trying to do more out of state, out of town.
2: Yeah.
1: Shows, but like I said, if you've got kids in karate, dance, soccer, football, baseball, basketball, it's hard to get together here. Much yeah. less coordinate a out of town excursion. Oh, so. yeah. No
3: I doubt. I definitely think yeah for us we the playing out of town thing is is attractive though. I mean we want to. I mean just broaden that footprint. Right. I mean Tulsa is. I mean not hey you know it. it Playing at home, a home gig, a home a home game is always a good thing. But, <laughs> you know, but uh, I think for us to get out and have more folks see us and hear us that never have heard us, that is yeah. a good thing. And I think that's one of the things, that's one of the great opportunities that the Thursday night Rock, Oklahoma thing that, yeah. you know, Access Entertainment provides for us is that. Because, I mean, there are so many, I mean, our, we've gotten a lot more fans because of that. Yeah. yeah for playing that deal two years in a row that yeah. has been i mean and, especially and, this year yeah this and, and quite it's a and it's not been and it's not people that live here you know it's people that live mm-hmm. that come here from you know out of state and all that yeah. and and to them we're we along with all the other bands that night not just us i mean everybody else is playing yeah we you know it's and these guys are out of rocklahoma and and it's it's a big deal and they come out and they see it and then they they send us that love back and yeah. it's, it's a cool thing and i think you know i mean let's face it i mean i, I know that we, we have people that come see us here and like us and, and and we love that and appreciate that but i know they can only come see us so many times yeah. i mean it's
1: yeah and that's the other point of getting out and playing somewhere else is not oversaturated right
3: even. we don't want to i mean i don't want to ask for the same person's dollar 2 yeah, weeks it's in a row a lot easier to sell tickets town.
1: with some space between
3: yep. the shows. yeah yeah <laughs> right. it
2: makes it more of an uh, right. event more right. of a special
3: deal right it's, yeah. it's it's more fair to the people that like us not to say we need your money this friday <laughs> but we need your money the next friday <laughs> yeah. too you know it makes it so 2
1: weeks from now we're going to need it again yeah
3: so yeah. i definitely i think it's better overall this having this Gap between in, in in town shows, so nice. but we are excited about doing the back to back deal because it's our first shows since Rocklahoma. Yeah. So, we've, yeah, and we've we want to
1: christen the shady tree the right yep. way. Yeah, that's, there that's you
3: go. Uh, yeah, that's definitely. Because we love
1: nice. sunshine. I mean, seriously, we couldn't. So many thanks go to her for what she's done for us and, and Murdoch. So both nights we want to, yeah, you know, play it cool. cool make sure it's as good as we can make it. Yeah, yeah for
3: them, definitely. for the yeah, because they're the things those two folks have done for us is, you know, we, as, it's, yeah, I couldn't express enough gratitude, so we definitely want to, you know, blow it out this weekend for them, and for sure, and like I said, we you know this is two months since we've played last at Rocklahoma. so so, uh we did do a little bit of writing. we did a little bit, so we've, yeah, we've, we've, so we've written a little bit of new music in between there, and then, we've got like know, five songs in the world really? right now, so yeah. we'll hopefully we'll, we'll, yeah, none of them
1: were finished more than about you know, 30 bars in. But, nice. Uh, <laughs> hey, you gotta start something. Yeah,
2: the seeds are planted. Yeah, is it sounding good? Is it interesting? Yeah, yeah, and
1: it's really cool because it's like nothing we've ever... I mean... Really? Yeah, I mean, some of it's like Gimme Six is the new tune that we, we actually have finished is more of a party tune, anthem kind of a thing than anything we've ever done before, but yeah. that's what we set out to, you know, let's just... Let it fall out of the amps, and there it is. We shined it up, and you know, <laughs> made it the best we could. And cool. we're still making changes because Sunday at rehearsal, you uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. yeah, you uh, you had a new part for that, right? Yeah, so we adding guitar, little
2: subtle and all that, nuances,
1: so. little
0: decorations here and there, something oh, to ooh. spruce it up. Definitely cool. Well,
2: we can't wait to hear it.
0: Was well, there a? Are you guys working towards something? Or are you just doing it as it comes? I mean, you're not like, we want to put out an album next year or anything
3: oh, like yeah. that.
2: Oh,
1: yeah, I'd love to put out
3: another CD. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of weird. That's to always... One. Right. It's, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> it's weird yeah. to say that, I mean, because we, we just had our our September 19th was our CD release show and you know, in 2014, and here we are, it's July and the next year, and we're already... I mean, yeah, I think that's what we're... I mean, we're trying to move on, so... Yeah,
1: because I can't tell you how many bands I've been in where you leave fully written 110% finished songs unrecorded mm-hmm. and they are gone I mean yeah, all that work kind of goes out the window because I, I can't tell you how many songs I've written and played and had down to a polished sheen that just yeah vanished into thin air I couldn't tell you how they go or what they <laughs> sound like <laughs> Yeah, you know, I would never record them not us personally but other bands mm-hmm. Right. so
3: yeah, and you know and let's just be honest I mean it's it's when you, you're working on new music, and for every musician, it's exciting. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're you're working like on new, new stuff. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> and I, and I'm sure every band is <laughs> the same way. You know, you you you're working on the new material, and you have this this goal set of let's you know let's do the CD release thing. You know I mean that's it builds momentum and it keeps, um, you know, it keeps the the ball rolling and all that yeah, kind of it keeps stuff. It fresh, yeah. yeah exciting yeah,
1: something. Hey, let's remember that thing. Yeah, let's go back to that. That was yeah. cool. Yeah.
3: And. You know, and and like I said, you know, we've got these aspirations of you know, out of town things and, and getting out and playing more, but you know, we at the same time we definitely are you know we want to we want to have the, the new material to support that, and we want the momentum of of what we just released, but then we also want the momentum of hey, in the future. I mean, if if you if you stop moving, you die. I mean, yeah. that's kind of what I'm yeah. saying. Is so we just want to keep going and keep yeah, going we'll and keep understand. going.
0: At so, and right on well cool what do you think the Tulsa music scene's in a in a good spot right now
1: I think the Tulsa music scene is packed with incredible musicians I think that it sucks that there's no there's there's few places that you can go and showcase that right and especially in our genre I mean there's some great bars and there's some great bands but it's hard to marry those two together in a yeah. pattern that yeah. you know kind of lends itself to a crowd coming out and, and a quote-unquote scene, so to speak. I mean, there's awesome people. The fans are cool, and everybody I've ever dealt with has been so easy to deal with. It's not like a overbearing, you know, uh, not a whole lot of critique and not a whole lot of naysayers, but a lot of support and love. And it just is uh, sad that there's not more of a... I guess a plethora of venues to play. You know, you just got to kind of go back to those same. Yeah. But it changes from place to place, and some of them last longer than others, and yeah. others we'd like to get into we've never played. So, there's definitely some targets on the horizon that we'd like to hit locally. Mm-hmm. But.
3: Well, I was gonna say, and I do think, like, like what you were saying, Derek, that there's a lot of there's a lot of talent that's here. There's no doubt about that. I mean, you can, uh, you know, you can come out to you know any metal show here and uh, and see that and you can see what's just the, the local bands that have gotten the opportunities uh, at Rocklahoma I mean there's a yeah. lot of good bands and there's a lot of good players yeah. you know individually uh, as well and so I, I think that's out there I, I wish there was more support for our original genre you know I mean with it's you know I've been on both sides of the coin I, mm-hmm. I, between between doing the, the cover deal and the original deal and I, I understand that the market and the, the money and and where we're at right here is, people, go to pay to see you know the cover band and and all that stuff and it's, um, I wish it, it was equal, <laughs> let's <laughs> yeah. just say I mean I, you know the, I, there's, there's there's just not you know I wish we could get that flipped around to the to the original yeah, not, yeah. yeah. yeah no. and, and especially in our genre. I, I would I would imagine that if we pay, played a more palatable, you know, music for the masses type of a, a deal, that we would probably that you there know, would be more of that more success. Yeah, I don't, yeah. don't want to, but we don't want to do that yeah, necessarily. Do we just want to do whatever do, yeah. We, yeah. we do. Exactly so, yeah. and I think there's plenty of there's plenty of those those fans there here in Tulsa. It's just you know, like you said, you got to marry in the venue and the music and the people getting that whole marriage to work at the right time and all that I think is kind of where the challenge that is out there
2: yeah and I think you mentioned a minute ago about like you know what's what's this place gonna be now or what's it gonna turn into right it always seems you know since I was a teenager there's always like one there's one place that was the place to be and then you know eight months later it's gone and then maybe another like 12, 14 months down the line, there's another place that's a place to be, and then it goes away. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it comes in cycles. Yeah, you yeah, know, just exactly like anything. Right. It's sometimes
1: <laughs> there's eight bars to play, and then sometimes there's two. Yeah, and then, you know, you mm-hmm. wait around, and then there's eight, and then there, you know, so yeah, it just kind of comes and
3: goes. So, and I, and I, well, I know when I first joined Severmine and we we started playing out, and I, it, it stressed me out because I mean I knew we. We were trying to get in places, and we started to get in places. You know, especially after having the big kickoff at playing the Canes, and um, that kind of gave us a little kickstart. Yeah, definitely. And and you know, we were able to get in some places, and there was places to play. And then all of a sudden, that whoosh, yeah, just you know, that funneled down <laughs> to just like you said, a couple. And then the next thing you know, you're kind of stressing about that. God, oh, there's no place to play. And what are we gonna do? And then you know, expands back out, and then you got there's some options. And you ride that for a little while, and then yeah. it funnels back down to just a couple. And- yeah,
1: we're just waiting for it to open back up. <laughs> yeah, get out there, play some more shows locally, and nice. play some different stages, different rooms, yeah. different crowds. You know, introduce yeah. yourself. It's kind of like a not pigeonholing yourself into one little group of people. It's, yeah, definitely. We love having our friends come out. What we consider severheads, you know, those guys, <laughs> the ones that are, you know, loyal to us, our shows, and come to everything. But it's nice to meet new people and go to a new place where you see new faces and kind of get that feedback from someone who's never seen it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely.
2: Right on. Cool. Well, you got anything else? Here? I think I'm good. Oh, uh, yeah, I did want to ask. Uh, Severmind, that's a cool plan. words, cool name. Who came up with that? We kicked
1: around so many ideas that it became a joke. In fact we were Big D and the skinnies for a short while. <laughs> We've had every Okay, name. you should have stayed that. <laughs> that was our problem, see that yeah. We'd be a little more marketable that way. But the word came out of Mind Sever. I still have lists upstairs of band names. Um, uh, Mind Sever was the one that came out and then yeah. Someone switched it and said, "What about Severmind Mine?" And everybody looked and said, Whoa, "That's bam. that's it. That's awesome. We're done. Cool, yeah. cool,
2: right on." Well, uh, July eighteenth, the Shrine. Right, right. right.
1: July, yeah, Sep- July seventeenth. 17th, seventeenth, 17th, 17th, 17th. Yeah, 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 you Shady Tree. Seventeenth, the Shady Tree. July eighteenth, the Shrine. <laughs> gotcha. Right. We'll be there. Gotcha. Be awesome, there. man.
0: Cool. Well, thanks, guys, for doing this. Hey, we really hey, appreciate it. Thanks for doing <laughs> this yeah. with yeah. us, man. This is awesome. This is fun.
1: Absolutely. We could talk about ourselves for days. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds
0: horrible.